Okay, we're doing Welcome everyone to the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt and this is episode one. So just to give a quick little background on myself, my name is Matt Bronson. I'm 30 years old from Boyle Heights, California. And about a couple of months ago, I had this idea of doing this podcast called Parenting Unknown. So the reason why it's called that, because I have these questions and one of the main questions I have is, what does it mean to be a parent? So this podcast is a big reflection on my life and it asks these questions of what are the effects of growing up without having any parental figures in your life and how that affects you into ultimately becoming a parent. So to go back into that, I grew up with my grandma and my uncle and usually sometimes that's not really the case of an ideal upbringing. It's usually mom, dad, and you'll have a brother or sister, maybe both, maybe one. In my case, I didn't have a brother or sister. I was the only child. I had a father who really wasn't there. Would see him time to time, once, twice a month maybe. More like a friend than anything. And I had a mom who was in prison. And growing up, I had all this negativity in my life. I had all these kind of really deep, suppressed feelings of not knowing what to do, not knowing who I am and not knowing why I'm in the situation that I'm at. And the situation that I had wasn't ideal for myself from an early age. I knew I don't want none of this. I don't want to be part of any of this, what's going on. I recognize that what's going on with me has been happening with the previous generations of my family. Now, by doing some research into By doing some research into what I wanted to talk about, there's one thing that jumped to me, and it's called generational abuse. And what that means is that it's generation to generation to generation of abuse that gets passed down because, an example, my mom hit me. That's how she taught me how I was raised. So in return, I myself are going to turn around and hit my kids because that's how I was raised. It sounds a little, it sounds solid because it makes sense because that's what does happen. That's what happened to my family. But at the same time, it's so simple and so easy to break that cycle. Well, for some people, we just get, we just get caught in that loop. We get caught in that upbringing to it having it done so much to us, it becomes normal. Well, it's not normal. I am a third generation Mexican-American, meaning... My great-grandparents migrated here, and my the generation of my grandma, my mom, and me were all born here. So we all grew up. So we grew up more in an uh, Americanized way. So the upbringing that my grandma had was a more traditional, old country sense to ideologies, beliefs, and to discipline. So I had a grandma who was abused in her life. She was physically abused, you know, smacked, beaten by her mom and then by her grandma too. So in return, 
all my aunts and uncles, including my mom, had that abuse given to them. Now me, even though my mom and dad weren't there, or weren't really a part of my eyes physically, I had, I still had that abuse happen to me via my uncle. I mean, I'm not ashamed to talk about it. It happens. It's it's a learning point for us. It's something that I want to get across to where the negativity that we had growing in our life could be turned around and used as a positive. We could take this negativity that we've had growing up, that we've been shown to us, and we could turn it into a positive. Now, the question is, how do you turn a positive from getting beat, getting smacked, to whatever abuse you have, you may have had, how do you turn that to a positive? Well, it's a step. It's a process. It's a lot of steps of self-blame, denial, and acceptance. And there's a point where you got to accept it and you got to embrace it. No, what I mean embrace it is not, you're not going to glorify it and say, you know, this was what happened to me, this, so it's, this is the best thing to ever happen to me. No, you use it as, use it as a learning lesson. You accept the fact that some of these things aren't, they aren't in your control. We just, we're born into these families, we're born into these situations where at the times we may not be able to get out of them, but we could take that knowledge and turn it around for the future of our kids or future generations they don't have to go through it and I think that's why I think that's the reason why I wanted to do this podcast too because whoever may listen to this may go through similar actions they may may have gone through similar upbringings like I have but maybe some have not but whatever I say they could take and use it on their own for a positive for their life I had this upbringing where it was not ideal I had an elderly grandma who towards the last 15 years of her life, maybe 10 years of her life, she got really sick and I was in and out of the hospitals with her. I had an uncle who was a caregiver. And he's not, he's not really my uncle, he's more of, a, more of an aunt. And that makes sense if you know me, you know how my family is. She's more, he was more of an aunt. And I never really had that strong male figure growing up in my life. Which I know there's some people that are going to turn around and dispute and say, you know, you don't need a strong male figure. You don't, all you need is love and everything like that. But growing up, growing up as a boy, I think you do need some kind of parental male figure in life that's going to give you that, that fatherly advice, that male advice. I mean, unfortunately for me, I didn't have my uncle to give me that. I didn't have anything for my father to lean on. So all my info that I had was basically coming from family. (laughs) See, all the info that I had growing up was basically just coming from friends and their parents or TV, movies, which sounds really lame. But, I mean, that was part of my life. I wasn't allowed to go out or I was secluded a lot. And the only thing I was able to do was either watch TV or listen to music read books so a lot of the knowledge that I've had it comes from the movies the books the friends but not really my family I mean all the negative stuff comes from my family that I'm using that to make myself a better person but as of life lessons they weren't really there I mean I gained the couple from my grandma and 
aunts and uncles mainly just gave me what not to do. And the examples they've had in their life were not ideal from what I wanted to have. But that's why I'm doing this because I want to give my my kids a better life than what I had. I want them to grow up happy. And saying that out loud, I want my kids to grow up happy, may sound like the most basic answer you could get. But when you grow up not being happy as a kid, when you grow up as a 15, 16-year-old wanting to kill yourself, that simple being happy is, is a long stretch. And I've gotten to the point in my life where I realize that that long stretch is not not so long. It's within hand's reach, and fortunately for me right now, I could I could sit here and say that I'm happy. I have two wonderful kids. I have a beautiful. <laughs> I have a beautiful, funny, intelligent, most understanding wife that I could ever ask for. She is the best thing that ever happened to me, but. As soon as we had our kids, we made an agreement. Prior to our kids, she was my top woman in this world. I was her top guy. But as soon as we had these kids, guess what? That changed. My wife's no longer the top woman in my world. It's my little girl, Mia. And that's fine because I'm no longer her top guy in the world. It's my son, Maximus. And what that comes down to is just putting our kids forward. Putting our kids first. And like I, like I, again, like I said, that sounds so basic, but when you grow up and you're not coming from that situation, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to see my son or my daughter run to their mom and say, I love you, or to give her that hug and smile. It's a big deal to me to look into my kid's eyes and see that he's so happy or see my daughter growing up to being this little hurricane of a kid that she possibly can it's so simple in the fact but when you don't have that growing up it's it's something that you might as well go reach for the other side of the world to go find but to have that in your life it's it's unheard of and fortunately for right now fortunately for me right now i've have that i have that example to give to my kids and i have this and i have this life where all the things that happen to me right now, all the things that have happened. I'm so fortunate right now in my life that all this negativity and bad upbringing that I've had growing up, I'm using it as a positive for my kids and making their lives as best as possible and using that to make myself the best husband and the best father as I possibly could. And what I want to get across about this podcast is that there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Now, we may have these ideas of being a perfect parent, but let's face it, we're all human. We make mistakes. We've, we learn, we grow from them. And what I want to get across from this podcast is that there is no perfect parent. They're going to be learning to become a parent and till the day you you die I feel right now that no matter what I do no matter what I say I'm never going to be I'm never going to have that knowledge of being the perfect parent because there's some there's some situations that I haven't had happen to me becoming a parent yet because it's just not there it's just timing 
my kids are at the ages of three and one, so I'm not I'm not that aspect of what happens. What do I do when my kid comes and there's a bully? What I don't I'm not in that stage of life here of what if my kid comes and he's getting abused, he or she are getting abused from you know from whoever or there's name calling or fighting or anything like that. You're always learning what to do. You're always gaining this knowledge of how are you going to translate it and give it to the best advice for your kids. And just questions like that. Just questions like that. And I don't have this. I don't have this safety net of having a, a parent to pick up the phone and call and ask, hey, what do I do in this situation? Now, granted, I have my wife. I have my one of my aunts that I talk to, I have her daughters, my cousins. I have some pretty good friends that I talk to and ask questions frequently, and I'm grateful for all of them. But it's different from when you ask, you know, those set of people to asking your parent. And I'm not saying that I'm not grateful for the people that are the things that I have. I'm totally grateful because if I didn't have any of that, I don't know what I would be, where I would be right now. But if I didn't have that, I don't know where I'd be right now. Fortunate for me, I have this good support of people that I have in my life, which includes my aunt, her daughters, who are also mothers, my wonderful wife. I have a good core group of friends that I could turn to and ask you know, certain situations, questions, any ideas I may be having, I have that, and I'm totally grateful for that. But there's a certain there's a certain feeling that you have that you want to call your mom, and you just can't. And the reason why I say that because it happened to me maybe about seven eight years ago. Me, my girlfriend at the time, she's not my wife. And our two of our best friends, we were going out of state to go see a concert. We were traveling all the way to Utah via car. So it was about a good 16-hour drive through like three, four states. So as we're driving, as soon as we start, as soon as we cross state line to Nevada, Nevada or Arizona, one of those, as soon as we cross state line, my girlfriend sitting next to me called her mom, said, hey, mom. Uh, we're heading to uh, Nevada right now. Just want to let you know we're okay. If anything happens, we'll give you a call. Hung up. Friend in the front seat, she calls her mom, same thing. Friend driving calls his mom, same thing. And I just stood there. I, I didn't say nothing, but it was this... It was this feeling of being left out and knowing that you you don't have that feeling. You don't have that safety net to call. You don't have that mom or dad to say hey you know I'm going out I'm doing this I'm doing that I'll be good I'll call you when I'm there I don't have that I didn't have that at that point and that's what really got me and that's what really made me think about all these questions of being a parent and this whole psychological effect of the damage that's done and how you could what you could do to heal it but since then Having these questions, having this kind of this direction where I want to go towards, especially doing this podcast and life in general, 
it's really put a focus into what I want to do, what I want to research, what I want to gain, and some of the knowledge I want to share. This episode is a small introductory of, you know, small upbringing of what I want to do in this podcast, what I want to say. But I will be talking about, you know, different subjects, different different things that not only affect being a parent, but it affects us. It affects us as humans and and it translates into the people that we've become. So some of the topics can either range from, you know, basic child care, love, health care, schooling, discipline, having trauma, dealing with death, having a new sibling, fear of becoming a parent, bullying, dealing with real world problems, problems such as race, religion, depression, frustration, the big question, what it means to be a parent, substance abuse in front of kids. So that one, that was a little tricky because some may think having a beer or two may not be justified as substance abuse. And when we think of substance abuse, we're talking about, you know, hard narcotics, drugs, cocaine, um, weed. Yeah, you could say that too. Um, but it's a big factor and, and kids see that. So from substance abuse, abandonment, happiness, communications, and something that I want to talk about, which may not be a popular subject right now, is hormone therapy for kids. Which I'll, if you know what that is, you know. If not, I'll get into it when the time comes. But those are some of the subjects that most of those, 99% of those I've dealt with personally, and that's something that I want to get into. And how I've handled those situations and what those situations have made me into the person I am today. Some of it may not be as easy to talk about, maybe a little hard or maybe struggling with it, but I mean, it's something you got to face. And when you talk about things, sometimes you kind of have this self-realization and you have this epiphany where everything falls into place in perspective. But you never know unless you start talking about it. And that's and that's one of the best reasons why I want to do this. Because it gets a lot of stuff off my chest. And I think by doing that, you know, it's this form of therapy where it gets off your chest. You start analyzing it. You start picking apart, you know, A, B, and C. And figuring out what all the pieces play, in, play into play. What all the pieces play in between. So, like I said, some of the subjects are going to be hard to talk about, some are not. And anybody who knows me, I'm not ashamed to say what's on my mind. And, I mean, the way I see things is that we're all, we're all people in this world. We're all one. We all share this. We all share this life from happiness to being sad to being depressed to being you know, walking on cloud nine, we all have these feelings and that's what bonds us together. All the feelings that we have in this world that we experience, we all experience them. So, I mean, so there's no reason why we can't talk about certain subjects and just sit down and just talk about them in a calm, understanding way. People are going to have opinions. People are not going to like whatever you say, but if you could have your opinion and you can have somebody listen to it, then you can sit down and listen to theirs without any judgment, just mouth closed and open ears.
And by doing that, that goes a long way. So I just want to say thanks again. This is the first episode. Uh, first of many, I hope. So they're going to be coming out bi-weekly. They're going to range from about... They're going to range between 20 to 30 minutes. I want to keep them short. And then once I start having guests on, I want to build it up to an hour. But 20 to 30 minutes, just me talking about myself. Yeah, I don't want to... I don't want to uh, bore you guys or I just want to get into the subject get into it and hopefully spread some information around so once again just want to say thanks and if there's any questions any send me a message send me a text anything just let me know what you have me have questions or what you want to hear me talk about which is funny to hear but if you want to hear me talk about a certain subject I'm pretty sure I've gone through it and I'll let you know my experience of it. So once again, thanks for listening to the Parenting Unknown Podcast, Episode 1.